Hi, welcome to this episode of People with Purpose. I'm Steve Ampson. I oversee Orion Town's diversity initiatives and military outreach through Higher Purpose. I'm really excited to have Namatone uh, join us today. They've been an amazing partner of Orion Talent. Namatone is a global team committed to developing and distributing breakthrough technologies in breast cancer. They boast a comprehensive range of products that create better outcomes in breast cancer and provide physicians and patients with educational resources that guide their journey. To me, they are the definition of a of purpose-driven company. Today, we're gonna cover uh, career advice for veterans and diverse talent finding a career in medical technology. So first, why don't we do introductions? I'm really excited about this personally. It's been wonderful getting to know the Mammotone team um, and you guys have a great culture. So why don't we first have each of you introduce yourself, um, maybe a, a bit personally about your career in general starting way back when, how you got to where you are today, and what you do at Mammotone, if, if that sounds good. Um, ben, you wanna you wanna go first? Sure, absolutely, Steve, thanks. Uh, my name is Ben Sandifer. I'm the Vice President of Marketing and Business Development at Mammotone. I've been in the medical devices and pharmaceutical industry for almost 20 years. Um, and I really got to know Orion way back in the day uh, as an Army officer. And it was one of the companies that I spoke with when I was looking for a role coming out of uh, the U.S. Army. Uh, my background is not in medical devices or marketing, for that matter. Uh, I was actually focused in uh, logistics uh, when I was in the service. And my first role after the service was in more of an operational and logistics role. Uh, but I really decided I was looking for a career that had a, a bit more purpose, a bit more human touch. Uh, and ended up moving into sales uh, and sales management uh, in the medical devices and uh, biotechnology world. And over uh, a period of now, I guess roughly, like I said, 20 years, I uh, have worked through a range of sales and sales leadership roles, marketing, uh, product development roles, uh, and moved here to Mammotome about two years ago. Uh, and Mammotome is a great company uh, and it's a great purpose-driven organization uh, really focused on uh, developing new innovations uh, for women going through the breast cancer journey. Wonderful. Thanks, Ben. I'm excited to have you be part of this and give uh, great career advice to our audience. Um, Suzanne, you want to go next? Sure. Hi, uh, I'm Suzanne Smith, and I'm the Vice President of Sales uh, for the Americas, as well as our customer service organization. And I've been in the medical device industry for 20 years. It's 20 years this year, and I can't believe it. Um, and really, if I go way back in my career, like Ben, I started commercially. I was in sales and then moved into sales management, but I was selling power tools at the time. Um, and then along the way, I decided that uh, maybe I wanted something that had more purpose. Uh, and I had family members in the medical device industry, and that just really uh, seemed exciting to me. So after getting my MBA, I started at a large medical device company, had a lot of different roles in marketing, market development, and I joined Mammotome in Danaher four and a half years ago. Uh, and it's it's just been a fantastic experience so far. Great. Excited to dive in deeper and, and get your thoughts on uh, giving advice to folks. And last but not least, Ed. Well, hello. Uh, my name is Ed Aguilar. I'm the Senior Director of Strategic Accounts and uh, Latin America for, for Mammotome. 
Um, I've been with Mammotome now for six and a half years, and I joined back in uh, 2016 as a regional sales manager for the West Coast um, and have been gracious enough and, and awarded some great opportunities uh, in Mammotome um, to my current position now. Um, originally, I spent eight years in the Marines. And I exited uh, as a staff sergeant uh, with my undergrad in finance way back in uh, 2002. And so I've been in the industry now for 21 years, uh, which has been a fantastic ride in all honesty. Um, Orion actually played a pivotal role in my transition uh, out of the Marines and ultimate placement in, into the medical industry. And then from there, I advanced through some great startup organizations and early organizations that uh, were disruptive in the marketplace. And uh, and since, you know, joining Mammotome six and a half years ago, I've had the chance to have some phenomenal career development here, uh, where in 2018, I was part of a team that helped split the organization. I was the sales director for the lower U.S. And then, you know, into my current role now, you know, I was provided the opportunity to kind of help build the vision, the strategy and the process of the team on on how we currently do business with our, our major health systems. Uh, so I, I've been very fortunate um, to where Mammotome has allowed me the opportunity to leverage my skill sets over the last 22, 21 years and uh, to really have an impact in what we do uh, in this patient population. Great. Um, the next topic I, I wanted to kind of cover is we, uh, as we market uh, diverse candidates, whether that's veterans or any diverse talent, um, we're seeing um, especially early talent post-college that culture and purpose matters, meaning 80% um, of these this younger talent, is there's a purpose gap, which means they, they don't want to just go to work and, um, and make a widget, right? They want to do something that's going to either help people's lives or have an outcome or create some meaning. Um, and I, I, as I got to know you guys and the work you're doing, everything you're doing is 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 saving lives or preventing saving saving lives so um do you if there's anything you guys any of you want to speak about about that that and maybe it's repetitive of before but about the culture there um teamwork and how there's kind of a a common mission um no matter what job you have ed you've been here at mammoton the longest maybe uh it'd be helpful if you started this one off you know, I, I would say that Danaher promotes diversity and promotes inclusion uh, and, and a culture of, you know, continuous advancement, right, or continuous progress um, in, in everything that we do. And I would say that Mammothome embraces that. They embraces the diversity, the people through our people engagement process, our people development processes, and then and then more so to our hiring processes. And, and I would say that, you know, diversity across Mammothome and the ability to help others continue to develop in their career it is really uh, focused in the sales uh, talent. Like we see that a lot, and then we see that cross functionally as well. Um, and then even more so, I would say too, in our in our leadership across the organization as well. Um, you know, this is something where at Mammothome, knowing what we do every day is impacting lives. Knowing what we do every day is impacting the physicians and, and customers and partners that we develop in the marketplace is, is helping them improve how they treat this breast cancer patient population. It's amazing. And, and the one thing that I'd say here that's that stands true across the years that I've been here is the people. The people here truly love what we do and really love and embrace the impact that we have um, for this for this patient population. 
Yeah, no, very well said. It's like I said, there's this this study that shows um, it's called a purpose gap. They do not want to just go into a nine to five. They want to go in and know that um, they're out the the out the out. You know, if you're going to work hard, you want to you're saving. You know, you're you're helping people. So that's that's awesome. Ben, any other kind of thoughts there, top level in terms of of that piece? Yeah, I'll just I would quickly address this this piece on the purpose gap and part of the reason why I think um, not veterans specifically, but you know, other people that have come through purpose driven organizations find a really nice home uh, in the medical devices or medical technology industry. Uh, so whether, you know, in Ed's background works and mine working with pharmaceutical companies or Suzanne with other uh, large companies, um, yes, it is a business, but what you're really focused on is bringing products that make a difference in patients' lives. Um, and obviously that's what we do here at Mamatome. So, you know, I think the first thing as people come in, we're very uh, clear that we're a purpose-driven organization. Uh, we're very clear on that we're trying to get a a diverse set of skills, uh, depending on the function or the team, um, but ultimately people that really care about care about the mission. Uh, Suzanne and Ed mentioned, I did not mention, um, that we are part of a larger company uh, called Danaher. And Danaher is a, obviously a, a very large conglomerate, uh, and it is has over the last several years, uh, and even more so recently, really been focused much more so uh, in medical technology and life sciences. And uh, it's a really great parent company. Uh, they do provide a lot of great tools for talent development, uh, great tools for team development. Uh, and specifically over the last, I guess it's been two years now, or maybe two and a half years, um, there's been a much stronger focus on the broader diversity and inclusion program. Uh, so, you know, looking at um, how are our teams, you know, representing, um, you know, the communities where we, you know, live and work? Um, how are we thinking about, you know, attracting uh, talent? And part of that uh, in in certain areas has been how do we do a better job of serving veterans that are coming out uh, and looking for opportunities within Danaher? And, um, you know, it's just been a nice evolution since I've been here a few years. Uh, I've seen those tool toolkits really uh, help improve our team and our overall talent strategy. One thing I'll add about um, Danaher and then it carries through with Mamatome is that something that I really appreciate is it's a very metric driven culture, um, but that also means that when we're doing problem solving uh, or we do something called Kaizans a lot, which is a continu continual improvement, um, all voices are equal. So it doesn't matter what level you are in the organization. It doesn't matter how long you've worked here or what your title is. Um, we have to have a diverse set of input to come up with the best solution for a problem. Without that, we're not. We'll have group think or it'll be the same. We'll just have the same problem over again. And so that's something that I really appreciate about the culture uh, of both Danaher and Mamatome. No, I, I, I love that. I, I think back of, of my career and um, some of the best best outcomes of that is when you have 10 different people with 10 different thoughts and 10 different ideas and none of them are right or wrong right um it's just you start questioning your thought um right and then you have a combination of all of them 
And that is true. The, the, the true brilliance of diversity. It's, it's really about um, people's experience and thoughts and perspectives. And I remember I also had a company where everyone thought the same and that, that scared me quite a bit. Right. Um, so I, I love that because it's uh, everyone's equal and, and it's almost like a puzzle bringing all these thoughts together and there's no one answer. Right. So that's that's very well put, Suzanne. Great. So why don't we move to the next topic? And this is really the the crux of the, the podcast. Um, so what, what we're aiming to do is kind of educate both veterans because Orion has obviously a broad reach there and diverse talent through the higher purpose platform about a career in medical device. Um, and the cool thing about um, this group that I have is you all have different jobs <laughs> and different experiences, right? So what I thought I could do is maybe um, go through these questions with each of you, knowing there's there's a little bit of, of different answers and then we can wrap it up. So um, Ben, I'll start with you, um, but maybe just like a day in the life. Um, and I know every day is a little bit different for sure. you. Yeah, a day in the life of Mamatome, uh, you know, is actually very broad, pretty complex, but very rewarding. Um, the way in which our company is structured, and another unique uh, aspect, and I, I think a really great uh, reason to look at the Danaher operating companies is, you know, Mamatome operates as an independent company, and so as a result, you know, I'm the marketing leader. And so that marketing leader covers almost all um, aspects of marketing for both commercial marketing, product development, you know, marketing communications. And so my my typical week is really making sure that I'm I'm planning ahead and ensuring that I'm connecting with each one of the individual teams, um, you know, across my organization. Um, we really try to empower uh, our second and third level managers. Uh, to take charge over their individual projects. Um, and we really stand as the the leaders, myself, Suzanne, Ed, and others, you know, trying to align resources for them, you know, helping them with the tools that they need to be successful uh, in order to, uh, you know, achieve the results that we're planning for the year. So one day, um, you know, or one part of the day, maybe working with, uh, you know, the team that focuses on partnering with sales, and, you know, that would include Suzanne or Ed in certain situations. And we're trying to solve, you know, real-time customer solutions, real-time account solutions. Uh, another day, we may be uh, looking, talking to, you know, the end user, the, the surgeon or radiologist that uses our product, uh, trying to understand how we would improve our current product or maybe develop a new technology. And other times, uh, you know, Steve, honestly, we're, we're spending time, you know, talking to people like you, um, and other folks in the industry where we're trying to make sure that the brand of Mamatome is not only clear to our customer base, uh, but people that are in the industry associated with the industry, you know, understand why Mamatome is uh, really a great place to work uh, and why Danaher as a, as a company is a great place to build your career. Great. And then probably just two other questions for you, Ben, and I'll probably just summarize them more. Um, anything around career development or training, and then we're calling this allyship, either allyship or inclusion, um, you know, because we're, we're really saying allyship is you feel safe, whatever you are. So anything around those, and they're really tied together, you know, that people want to come in, grow their career at Mamatone, slash Dan her, and feel accepted. Any any statements around those those questions? 
Yeah, I'll hit those in order. Uh, you know, career planning, career pathing um, is really something that, you know, we take very seriously. Uh, and, I, you know, if I'm speaking to all, you know, the veterans out there or, you know, folks thinking about the, the medical uh, devices or, you know, med tech industry, um, you really can make whatever career you want. Um, and what you'll find, especially with companies like ours, are you're, you're finding people who want to partner with you. They want to understand your background. Uh, they really want to help you, you know, think through what, where do you want to end with your career and how to develop those competencies? You know, a great example for me, when I started in the medical devices industry as a sales rep, I knew nothing. And, yep. you know, literally, you know, you're talking about, you know, learning, uh, you know, drug classes or device classes, you know, anatomy, you know, selling process. I'd never sold anything in, in my life uh, and developed that skill, that, that skill set. Yeah, I went to grad school, but, you know, just because you go to get an MBA doesn't mean you really know how to be a, a marketer. And, you know, marketers and other senior leaders, you know, help develop me uh, to be successful in a marketing career. And, and I think you'll find that the med tech industry is very welcome uh, to people that want to make a difference uh, and invest in that. So that I think ties right to allyship, um, which is, you know, be very uh, clear with what your career goals are. Uh, be very clear with where your strengths are and where your opportunities to improve are. And I think you'll find a lot of leaders willing to help you along in your career. That's great. Great. Uh, Suzanne, you have a different perspective because you you run sales and service, um, which is which is is quite different than than Ben, even though tied. So why don't we um, so tell me about uh, tell the audience about a, a day in the life, because I'm sure there's it's a, it's a busy it's probably a busy day, huh? <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that also makes it exciting. My time is divided into thirds. Um, one third would be on internal things to improve process, to help enable our salespeople to be focused on sales. Anything that we can do to uh, streamline and eliminate what we call MUDA, right? So waste in, in a process. Uh, and that, the other third would be with people, right? Um, having one-on-ones, doing coaching, uh, mentoring, meeting with individuals on the team to see what barriers or obstacles that they have. Because yep. uh, that's a, a big part of what I see my job, right? To remove obstacles, to help prioritize, to see what resources are available. And the other third would really be about our customers, our patients. Are we doing what we need to do to serve our customers and patients? Um, partnering with Ben's team, say on new product development, if there is an unmet clinical need that we can fill. So it's it's very exciting days, uh, hard days. If you yep. like to solve challenging problems, it's a very good um, career and, and company to be with. Yeah, probably probably very fulfilling because it feels good that you have a problem and that you're able to work with your team to solve it and then you see the benefit, right? So that's that that sometimes it's not that linear, right? But um right. It, it probably feels good. And then you know, this is a, a perfect question for you is is I mean, someone could be in service and like that, but then really has a sales aptitude and doesn't know it right and you will you could help groom them right and then start at mamatone and move up to danaher so do you want to speak to that 
um, that's a, probably a real scenario that talent could look at you guys, right? It's uh, they can start at one thing and move over based on passion and skill set. So we actually have a program, which is an associate sales rep program uh, for someone who might have one or two years of experience, whether that's in selling or a comparable field uh, to come in and learn what it is to be a sales rep at Mamatome and learn the medical device industry. Uh, so that's one of the more entry level sales roles that we have. Um, but there are some other roles, whether it's in sales operations or customer service, um, our inside sales team, that there's opportunities for people who are, are earlier in their career or they, they don't have experience in the medical device industry um, to kind of get their foot in the door um, of a company like ours. I would I would say that, you know, some maybe some advice I would have is is very similar for anyone starting out in any um, new industry or new company. And that is really to understand expectations, especially if it's a new environment for you. Maybe the environment you came from, like in the military or a different company is different. So be curious and ask questions because there might be cultural things within the company that aren't found in like a uh, yep. employee handbook. Yep. And so find a buddy, ask questions. And then I would just say, be patient with yourself and with your manager. Um, you know, things are new for you and, but they also might be new for them. And that manager might have a lot going on. So really try to figure problems out yourself first, ask others. And that's also going to just show initiative. Uh, so there's, that would apply regardless of function. Uh, but certainly in sales, you have to be very proactive, a go-getter, not wait for someone to tell you what yeah. to do. Yeah, and then the last question, which just ties into Ben, is I think I think of like um, when you said go find, like it's really about a mentor in the organization and you can call it a mentor, you can call it, I like the word ally because they kind of have your back. Uh, culturally, they they support you. That I, I don't know if you agree with that, Ben. It's like ally could be a mentor, right? They, they know what you're sure. trying to do. So I, I think of, of that so and that that's what's coming out of your advice is work hard but but find those relationships in the organization that can that can make you better great great advice suzanne and then last but not least is ed um ed to kind of frame this um i i'd love your your advice to be a bit more veteran focused yeah and of course that ties into culture and inclusion but and also sales right so um, your days are, are probably quite busy as well as I can imagine. So um, how about why don't we just start there? What is what is a, a tip? I know there's no typical day, but if you had a, how about a week? Let's try a week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's the fun part about not only Mammoth's Home, but just this industry in general. Um, even on the sales side, on the day-to-day, -day, every day is different. Not every day is the same. I think that's the most beautiful thing about this industry and, and being in this type of role. I mean, for what I do now, uh, my team and myself, we're we're in, we're in an enabling position to help the organization provide our products and our technologies across health systems. So what we do is we interact our, through our contracting and through our selling activities at the highest levels where possible within these health systems to kind of build our brand and, and create more awareness and, and, and product adoption. And then all the while, I'm, I'm also still trying to work and collaborate through my teams on how do we drive revenue growth through our Latin America channel partners. So every day is different. Every day presents a new challenge. Um, the cool part about what I do, though, is 
not only are we trying to build new processes and build new resources to kind of better position Mammotome in the, in the marketplace, but then we're also developing and training and engaging our sales organization on a regular daily basis. Like, how are we expanding their mindset? How are we helping them see the business differently? Or how can we leverage their skill sets and the relationships that they've created? So we're leveraging the strengths of 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 our of our our selling organization members, and so. All of it is about collaboration. And I think that's the beauty of, of what we try to do here at Mammotome. Like everybody's a partner, everybody's focused. And that's why, again, every day is different. Um, so I, I, I truly love um, what we do here and, and every other company that I was a part of prior to Mammotome. I mean, this this industry is, is all about improving patients' lives, no matter which direction you're coming from. Yeah, I mean, it's probably similar, probably for Ben too. It's almost, I feel, coming from the military that it's a common mission, right? Is like... Like you're all, I'm not a vet, but you're all served, you've all served, right? And you're all trying to accomplish something, right? And um, everybody is equally as important as part of uh, part of the, their service there. So there's probably some correlation to that on the veteran side and that um, we find veterans, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, they want to give back and help. So that's, there's probably some alignment there. And then the, um, the, the, Career advancement piece. My my question is one is um, advice for it could be transitioning military or it could be a vet that's retired at forty. Everyone forgets that you could be you could retire at forty and from military and you you could be in sales, right? Um, and and people forget about that amazing talent there. So don't you know we want to we want to help all 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 military. So do you want to give advice on probably two things um how to get into the space and then what could be um career development once they're in because they may not know the, the different career paths within as you said enablement or support mm-hmm. or rfps as i reflect on that question you know in my own experience and i kind of talk to current buddies that have transitioned out of the military it, it's very similar I mean, I think back when, I mean, my undergrad was in finance and my graduate degrees in finance. And so obviously I have a finance mindset and passion. Um, so sales wasn't part of my original right. plan, right? Uh, I tried to get into the finance sector. They said, go get some sales experience. And um, lo and behold, my cousin was a pharmaceutical rep at the time. And so I went in and sought out her her uh, her input around this industry and what it was about. I had never even heard about it, Right. But I think my point around that is, is no matter what path and a lot of military folks coming out, they probably have like Ben, you know, he was in operations. I, I was in the aircraft wing. I did completely something different outside of what I do today. Right. So there are so many different avenues and paths we can take. So I would say first and foremost is be educated in a couple of industries that you're interested in yep. and really learn what it takes to be successful in those. And then in that interviewing process, I learned too that there's always the question of what's your plan, right? Yeah. And and so if you're going to continue to to progress in this industry, what is your what is your short term, long term plan look like? And I I was fortunate enough where I had a mentor, where we wrote a 20 year plan, and that yeah. 20 year plan was by year 20 be part of a startup organization, um you know establish some equity, be a part of um a biotech or medical device industry, you know disruptive technologies, and by year 14, I you know well. It, 
take a step back. I stood on that path and that that mindset from the start to where I am today. And by year 14, I was fortunate enough to have been able to do that four times already. Yeah. And so when I came to Danaher in Mamatome, I was leveraging the experience that I had in those 14 years to kind of say, okay, what's my next 20 year plan? My next 20 year plan is to be with a solidified strong stronghold organization like Danaher and Mamatome. And how can I leverage my strengths and my experience? And I say along that journey, it was about being mentored. It was about finding in and out of your organization, those mentors that can help guide you um, down your, down your path. It was another thing about, and I think this kind of serves to being uh, a veteran a little bit too, is the strength to be able to pivot, right? We, we can think on the fly, we can pivot. Um, we're comfortable being uncomfortable um, and we can we can kind of see things strategically and kind of maneuver knowing that what's there's the mission and what do we need to do to get it done? Um, and so I, I would say that that really helped me. That is also another piece too, where I would say our rigidness from the military of process. Yeah. You know, we have to be flexible and nimble. And it took me quite some time along my my career journey where it was like, okay, the military aspect is good in some components, yep. and then it's it's other components I have to smooth out. I got to get the sandpaper and kind of round out the edges. Um, so I would say, you know, a, as folks are coming in, strive to be an expert at, at whatever field they're going to be, and 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 try to really try to establish that equal. In, in our case, it's equal clinical or executive statures with our customers and, and, and be an expert in your field. Um, and that's that dedication, that discipline, I believe, that the military also brings, um, you know, to, to the table here. Yeah, no. Two, two thoughts. Ben's going to laugh at this. There's no occupational code in the military sales, right? Yep. So it's like, you know, uh, it's not like people think of sales with those transferable skills. That I, I don't know why I just, just thought of that. And then, yeah, I think the last point you made is... Um, you have the military just has amazing work ethic, but I think finding an ally or a mentor is is probably one of the the strongest pieces of success. Right, once you get in, is is find that. Um, this is awesome. Um, we've it's, it's been really really helpful. So the the last question I ask um, on all of these podcasts, and it's awesome because I I've never had the same answer. Um, and uh, is if you were to give advice to to younger talent, um, uh, when I say younger talent, it could be an 18 year old, could be someone in high school, could be someone graduating college. Um, what what advice would you give them to find a career with with purpose? Um, so Ben, do you, do you want to go first? That's that's a key question. Um, you know, Steve, I, especially for people that are starting in their career, is really um the first thing i would do is have them look at you know what really makes what really drives them what are they really passionate about or what could they be passionate about if they don't really know the industry which is often uh the conversation i have with veterans and, and non-veterans alike as they're thinking about medical devices to ed's point uh, people don't really know what this industry does and so i think passion is is the uh, you know the first focus area because you know a couple of years in you know when you're in the day-to-day -day slog you need more than uh, everyone needs more than just kind of that you know sort of work ethic to be uh, really happy with what you're you know doing on a day-to-day -day basis. The second is is uh, I would I really encourage people to think about not just their work but how they picture their life. Um, you know where would they want to live? Yep. Um, or 
how many different places would they want to live? As in the case, uh, I think all of us on the uh, line today have lived in many, many different places. And, you know, how would you balance that with, you know, friends, family, uh, your own family, um, you know, as a key part of the equation? And then I think the last one is, you know, for the kind of the, the future job that you that you think you want, make sure that you find someone who's in that job and so they can tell you how they got there yeah. uh, or multiple people uh, that are in that type of job and how they got there. Uh, what you'll probably find is they took some paths that you never would have anticipated. Uh, they likely made mistakes uh, and might have done some things again. Uh, and their paths were probably very different from one another. Uh, so that's what I the advice I would give to someone exploring the industry. Right. Suzanne, and once, once again, the question is more around younger talent and looking back, not about money, because money money will will come, right? More about finding a career with with purpose and, and meaning. And it doesn't have to be about medical device. It could just be in general about careers. So I agree with Ben to find an industry or a function that you have some passion about. There were some different companies, and these are big marquee named companies that I had no interest in working in because I just couldn't see myself developing a passion around their product or service. Uh, I would say don't worry about the title, whether this is someone younger in their career or, as you said, someone retiring from the military coming in at a certain level. Each organization and company is different. So a specialist at one company is a manager at another, might be a VP at another. So don't worry about the title. Just if it's a company you are interested in pursuing, then work on that. And then I would also say in the interview, and Ed alluded to this before, um, understand who your competition is, right? You're going to be interviewing with people who may have industry experience or may have already worked in that function before. So I think especially for um, people with diverse backgrounds or that isn't the majority of the people working in the company, you can use the interview to educate on what are the transferable skills that you bring to this company that are relevant for the job that you're interviewing for. And the last thing is, it's not your last job, right? Yeah. So um, <laughs> it, it's a great time in your life to explore different things. You know, go full gusto into the job, try it, do it well, learn from it. Is this something you want to do for many more years or you want to pivot? And that's okay, too. Yep. All great advice. Last but not least, Ed. Yeah, I, I completely agree with both Ben and Suzanne. Um, and to echo the the passion piece, right? Like, what what are you passionate about? Like, right now, I'm fortunate where I have a lot of nieces and nephews and cousins that are at that entering college, exiting college age, and we have a lot of conversations with them about what what is it that you want to do. And the first question I always ask them is, what are you passionate about? You know, what 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 drives you? Um, and and the other thing that I always advice to them is where do you see yourself in 10 years and what's the roadmap to help get you there like what is the plan what is what's needed activity wise support system wise education wise where do you see yourself in 10 years where do you want to be and how do we get you there and then the last thing that i always tell them is is seek to understand no matter what it is if whether it be internal or external but even if it's internal you can do um, self-assessment tests you can do a uh, skill set assessment test, you know, passion test. You know, there's certain things that you can do. Find yourself, put yourself in uncomfortable environments and see how you how you enjoy your your, you know, the outcomes of that. 
And then the last thing, particularly with this generation, I always tell them the, you have to put in the work as it's not instantaneous. This is a long career journey for the second part of your life and probably even a third part of your life, right? Because it's our your young years is one third, your working years is another third, and then your retirement years is your another third. So in this third of your life, you know, you're you're only, you got to put in the work in order to 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 set yourself up for the next level. Right. So I, I, it's probably the most important thing that I always say. I recall uh, an example where somebody was saying they were mad because they weren't getting promoted. I said, well, how long had you been in at the company? They said, well, I was there for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Only been there for two months. You're not promoted. Okay. <laughs> got, it takes time. It takes time. You have to put in the work. Um, so your nieces and nephews are lucky to have you because that's all great <laughs> advice. It, it really is great <laughs> advice. Whether whether they want it or not, it's it's uh, it's great advice. Um, awesome. Well, this has been um, really wonderful. Like from the bottom of my heart, you guys, um, it's it's really an incredible company and we're we're so proud to to represent you and, and share the brand with our audience. So thanks for everyone uh, listening to this episode of People with Purpose. Thanks to Ben, Suzanne and Ed for their great advice on finding a career at Mammotone. And please stream us on Apple or SoundCloud to listen to future episodes. Until next time. Take care. Bye.